they said that they were going to release all of the talks at the all in summit every day and they have not i have been waiting for it yeah you and me both that will i if i don't know that they'll do it again but i will go to the next summit I'll spend i'm, the I'm going to the next I, one I'll, yeah i'll spend a lot of money to go to that yeah for sure welcome to the winning move podcast i'm your host stratton brown I interview successful entrepreneurs from around the world to see what moves they've made in their lives to get successful and more importantly, stay successful. I'm here to make sure you can create a better life for you and your family. Let's tune in. Welcome to the Winning Move podcast. We have my favorite guest on again today, Mr. Michael Zuber. We're going to talk about what's going on in the financial markets how you can conquer these tumultuous, what is it? What's that word? Tumultuous? Tumultuous, yeah. Tumultuous Hard times. times. Hard Stop times. using big words. Use simple words. I'm a simple, I'm a simple <laughs> Well, you got to use simple words when you're on the internet because not everybody can understand the words. <laughs> Half the time. Like, I remember when, sometimes when I listen all in, I got like, man, I got to go look some shit up. <laughs> I got to hit pause. I got to go look yeah, up the word. I got to go look up this word so I can really get the concept that they're trying to relay. Uh, yeah, I like that show. Is the new one out yet? I, that is my favorite. No, I checked. I checked this morning. It's not out yet. They said that they were going to release all of the talks at the All In Summit every day, and they have not. I have been waiting for it. Yeah, you and me both. That will. I if I don't know that they'll do it again, but I will go to the next summit. I'll spend. I'm, the I'm going to the next I, one. I'll, yeah, I'll spend a lot of money to go to that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm going to the next one. I'm. I'm mad I didn't go this time, but I didn't like really think about it. I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then they started announcing like all the speakers. And I was like, yeah. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. But I digress. What is the biggest piece of news from this week? Yeah, a lot of things going on. So I'll give you a list of things and you could choose where we go first. So first off, we have retail sales, kind of the large number. Then we have micro numbers, Target and Walmart, Home Depot and Lowe's. Then we have existing home sales. Uh, then we talk about recession and stagflation. All of these things are happening right now. So uh, I will let you take me in any direction you want. But uh, yeah, we, we got a lot of stuff. Hold on, I'm writing this down. Um, let's start off. Did your Christmas in July pan out, dude? Absolutely. So folks, if you were on my channel uh, last year, kind of November and December, I told everyone that if I had a magic wand, I would move Christmas to June. Now, why was I saying that? Well, first off, if you remember last year, we had supply strain, supply mm -hmm. chain problems. And frankly, I don't know about you, but when I was going out looking for Christmas presents, there were no real sales. There were no doorbusters because they didn't have to, right? We had all this money, but we didn't have any things. So they kept prices up. I said that what was happening in the supply chain at that point is retailers were double and triple ordering as we were getting ready for spring because they didn't want to have empty shelves again. Exactly. I remember Gap specifically saying we would have had a better Christmas if we had more stuff. So what does that mean for Gap and retailers? That means they were going to double and triple order, hoping to have better shelves. Yeah. Now the supply chain still was stuck. So what happened with these double and triple orders is they showed up at the wrong time. So what is happening right now? You saw in Target and Walmart's specific earnings announcements, they have record inventory. Why is inventory bad? Well, it's it's it sits on the shelf. It's a liability to them, right? They, exactly. they need to sell that thing. And oh, by the way, it's cash. It's yeah. It, it, selling those selling a barbecue in the wrong season is hard. 
right? So <laughs> that's just one example, right? You don't you yeah. don't buy a lot of sunscreen in December. Exactly. Uh, so they got the wrong stuff at the wrong time, and now they're going to have to blow them out, which is going to hurt earnings, and it's going to be all kinds of mess. So again, what we should have done is we should have moved Christmas to June. We would have bought more stuff for less money. It had been a party. So uh, I got I got it right again. I got that one right again. So you see, are you seeing actual sales going on? Oh yeah, I, oh yes. They're they're doing doorbusters and markdowns. They have they have again. Target and Walmart have a problem. It's in their earnings announcement and also more importantly their earnings call, which I read the transcripts of. Uh, they're going to blow out this inventory in the next ninety days. They have to get it down, and the only way to do that is cut prices. Wow. Okay. All right. Next one: stagflation. Yeah, this is an unfortunate thing. Uh, so what is stagflation? It is high inflation. High inflation, you can think anything above the normal bound. Let's call the normal bound 3%. It was last reported at 8.3. Uh, it is undoubtedly much, much, much higher than that. Uh, I also think it goes higher from here, which is not a popular opinion. Uh, so we undoubtedly have the first thing of stagflation. The second piece is low growth, growth below trend. So again, let's call trend 2%. I think, uh, well, Q1 was undoubtedly below 2%. It was in fact first reported at negative 1.4. Uh, I think Q2 will be positive, but below trend. And stagflation is horrible, icky, yucky. It, is, it was something we experienced that made the 70s so terrible because again, you have everyday items increasing in price. You have very low... GDP, which probably means rising unemployment. It's just, it's a horrible time for the poor. It's a horrible time for the middle class. It's just a horrible time for consumers. And the problem with stagflation is the only way you break it is you got to create a nasty recession. You have to crush demand. You have to crush, you almost have to crush the will of the consumer. And it's coming. I still don't think they have the balls to do it big. I don't think no, they, they don't. No, they don't. And well, they're, it's going to create a big one. Unfortunately, like you have a, you have your son, right? Your son mm -hmm. gets an owie um, and he has a bandaid. If this is what my mom did. I assume most parents do this, right? And your, your son is having a hard time taking it off because it hurts, right? It's pulling off hairs or whatever. You say you're going to do it for him. And what my mom always did is she said, I'm going to count to three and then I'm going to pull it off. And of course, what did she do? She pulled it off at one or two. She never got to three. So what I think has to happen is the Fed has to do that. I think, the, to your point, Powell is weak and won't do it, which means you are going to sit there, watch your son cry as you pull out every freaking hair for minutes, which in an economy world is quarters. Powell is going to crush people one stupid hair at a time. It is it's almost criminal with what he is doing. He thinks he's doing the right thing. I do not. So how do who elects Powell? He's like, nominated. He's nominated by the president and ratified by Congress. So like he it's just not like we can vote him in. We can't vote him in. Nothing. Vote him out. Wow. Learn something new every day. All right, existing home sales. Here's the big one. So uh, if you follow my any of my content, uh, you know that I believe a housing crash is coming. 
we might, we are going to have a housing crash upwards of 50% in transactions, not in price. And when I say things like this, it drives people crazy because I can back them up with numbers. So first and foremost, we have historical precedents for a 50% crash in transactions. It was 1981 to 1983. What happened? Well, rates shot up. Well, what happened this time? Rates shot up. From 1981 to 1983, housing transaction crashed 50%, but prices did not. I think the same thing's going to happen now. And that drives It's the only logical way to like drive things, though. There, there's well, never going to, there's not going to be a housing crash when we have 4 million of shit that needs to be built. No, it's just not going to happen. Also, what happens is housing stats are reported on the median. So what I would ask your viewers to do is pull out a piece of paper and walk through this with me. And it shows you exactly why prices won't go down okay so draw pull out a piece of paper draw a line three inches long or four inches long just draw it then what i want you to do is i want you to find the middle right find the middle draw a line you know perpendicular to that congratulations you just found the median or the middle now let me tell you about median home price what are we seeing right now we are seeing demand destruction we are seeing demand destruction most for first-time homebuyers. In fact, in April, before all of the crazy interest rate rises, because April closings are February contracts, we saw a decline of 40, used to be 40% of the market, all the way to 22% first-time homebuyers. We lost 18% of first-time homebuyers. Rates are up 100 basis points since then, and it's going to get worse. So. What I want you to do with this four inch line that you just drew is I want you to erase the first inch. Guess what happened? The middle moved. You now need to move the middle, which used to be two inches and two inches. You need to move the inch a half, a half an inch to the right. That okay. is why median home prices are going to go up because the first time home buyers are broken. They can't buy anything. The move up market is not coming. It's just math, people. The median home price is going to go up because the Fed broke housing and we're not going to have the low end. The only stuff that's transacting is the people paying cash and the people that are not interest rate sensitive. The first time home buyers are crushed. Their interest rate is 6% when it used to be three. They just can't buy. Demand is willingness and capacity. We are seeing willingness fall, but we are seeing capacity get crushed. They're being declined left, right, and center. We are going to lose 20% or more of first-time homebuyer transactions, which because the median is the middle, will move the middle up. It's simple math. And so you're saying our median house price go up. So, I mean, for us, in all reality, that's good. Yeah, I think it's, I certainly think, yeah. I think it goes, it's flat or goes up, but yeah, it goes up because, yeah, it's just not going to crash. All and you're people, saying because everyone... Number one, the move up buyers can't go anywhere else. Yeah, they're stuck. I had a, I had a, I had a real life example, Stratton. He, he was going to sell his home and buy. The house was two miles away. Better school district, one more bedroom, better backyard. They did the math. Their payment went up three hundred and thirty percent. Forget it. I'm, I'm staying home and I'm going to build the kid a pool in the backyard. I am not. Yeah. I'm not going to take my two thousand dollar payment. And make it 6300 no chance in hell yeah there's no way wow 
Okay, that, that one's a good one though. But I mean, that's that's good for us. We got some median stuff at the moment. Um, and that, so we already covered retail sales, and did we cover micro numbers within that? Well, I mean, it's really so the the so retail sales are interesting. So retail sales were reported Tuesday, and they were generally positive. Uh, memory serves, they were up eight point seven percent, which is why I do not think we have a Q two recession. If you remember right, GDP in Q1 was negative. Everybody's screaming, recession, recession, recession. In order to have that, you have to have Q2 be negative. Uh, retail sales were so positive, they were 8.7%, that I don't think you get validation in Q2. So I do not think we are currently in a recession. So that's the macro picture. Then the micro picture is Walmart, Lowe's, inventory problem, Home Depot, Lowe's, or I'm sorry, Walmart, Target, inventory problem, Home Depot, Lowe's. People still updating their homes, playing in their backyards. So, yeah, that's that's all the retail stuff. Okay. Anything else? You cover that really fast. Uh, mortgage applications are down. Uh, they should be, right? Obviously. We're seeing true yeah. demand restriction. Uh, something else I called for six months ago. That, again, I, I, what I'm trying to do in on my channel is I'm trying to look out months and quarters. I'm not looking at tomorrow, yeah. right? So six months ago, I said, uh, cash out refinances or refinances would fall 75%. People thought I was nuts. As of this week, they are down 76%. So uh, got another one right. Has Rocket Mortgage let go of anybody yet? Yeah, thousands of people. Better homes have already had three layoffs. In the mortgage markets, it's in trouble. That's why. And, it's, and it just stays that way, though. Like, So it'll always be cyclical. Like if you're in mortgages, when the time's going, collect your money and then as soon as it's over just get out yeah wow yeah, oh. very boom very boom and bust i wonder how rocket mortgage became so big then like because then like you <clears> have <throat> to capitalize so much on the boom and then they're you're instantly yeah, they cutting went, yeah they went public and they invested yeah they i mean they have a machine the machine they dominate in good times they probably i don't know what the numbers are i could probably find them but i bet you they originated Three out of ten loans when you're doing that's you know, six trillion dollars. That's yeah. a big ass number. That's insane. All right. Anything else, Mike? No, the last thing I just want to say is as investors, the market is coming to us. It the best time to be an investor, the best time to do the work is in a recession. You will create great deals or life-changing deals in a recession. So don't be scared. Do the work. Only do great deals. Uh, the prepared will thrive. That is what you should have been doing if you're following my content. Is I've been telling you for six months to get prepared. I often said winter is coming. Winter is here now. You know, it's it's snowing outside. Uh, you still have a little time to prepare, but get ready. It's, some people out there are in bikinis and, and uh, swimming trunks. They're going to freeze their ass off. They're going to sell us deals at discounts. Um, if you ever wanted a Lamborghini or a fancy boat, the time is coming because a lot of idiots bought that with their PPP money and they're just going to go bust. So if you ever wanted a toy or wanted to buy more assets, you, you should be getting excited. Now, one more thing. Uh, talk, talk about that 50, 40, 10 again, real quick. Yeah. One of the things that, that people don't, that people don't really get about real estate is in a recession, everybody wants to talk about price, price, crash, price, this, that. That is actually only the second thing I want. When I'm really fishing for motivated sellers, I want terms. I'm a buy and hold investor. I want to hold for a long time. 
So I want to talk to, I'm willing to pay list price. I will pay you market rates if you give me my terms. So I have done a great thing. I've worked with a non-QM lender, uh, Velocity Mortgage, specifically Stephen Dow. And we have put together what's called the 50-40-10, which is sexy. So it is 50% loan, we, a non-QM lender, gives you the best rates at six and a quarter. 40% is a seller second. So you will have two loans, one with Velocity, one with a seller. But the beauty of a seller second is I've gotten seconds at zero, one, and 3%. Yep. So if you do these correctly, you could get a blended interest rate sub 4%. You can borrow 90% sub 4% and you only have to put 10% down. That is what happens in recessions. You can find motivated sellers who want out. So okay. I look forward to doing lots of 50, 40, 10s uh, in the next 12 to 18 months. And so does that go for commercial too? Is this only residential? Absolutely. Like we're talking about this. Everything. My guy will lend on everything except uh, not new construction. Doesn't do construction. And only investors. No owner awk. And so, but if I brought him a storage facility, he'd be like, yeah, I'd be down for a 50, 40, 10. I believe so. Yeah. I believe you have to call him and ask, you know, S I can make, I can connect you to, but yeah, I believe so. Okay. I think it's like no funeral homes, no, I mean, he doesn't want two specific things, but again, ping him and ask. All right, I will. Cool. All right, thank you so much, Mike. Take care. All right, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Winning Move Podcast. I hope it helps you make all the right moves in your life and business. Please make sure to go like and subscribe on any podcast platform that you're listening to. And make sure to go follow me on Instagram at Strat Daddy. Thank you guys so much. I'll talk to you soon.